Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. I know when it comes to any announcement out of Ottawa, you'll always have the government saying this is a great idea. You'll always have the opposition saying this is a terrible idea. I need to find out the changes that were announced today when it comes to how energy projects are going to be either approved or denied in the future, if it is a good thing. Jennifer Winter, Scientific Director, Energy and Environment, the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary, joins us today. Hello, Jennifer. Hello, thanks for having me. Can you give me some bullet points on what the big announcement was today? Uh, yeah, um, so there were a, like a lot of changes announced, mm-hmm. and I think I'll, I'll give you the top three uh, big changes that I noticed. So the first is what is being assessed is going to be different. So traditionally for energy projects, the National Energy Board would look at the economic and environmental impacts of any given project. What was announced today is that in addition to the economic and environmental impacts, the Government of Canada wants to include social impacts, health impacts, ensure that traditional knowledge is included in the assessment and um, what else? Um, Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's okay. I know you've got a lot there. So, okay, so that's what they're going to be adding from economic environment. They're adding uh, the social impact, health impact, Mm -hmm. okay, traditional values. Uh, What were the other couple of points that really stuck out for you? Mm -hmm. So one big change is how the process is going to unfold. And so one of the things the federal government has announced is that there is an early planning process where a project proponent gives a a description to the government, and then the government consults with uh, Canadians and Indigenous groups, Mm. provides feedback to the project proponent, and then the project proponent develops their impact statement. And then there's the government impact assessment. So it is a two-stage process, like was recommended by the NEB review panel, but it looks like the the objective is to provide clarity and feedback early and engage um, and have the government engage and consult the entire way through. So they're saying it will... Um, it will reduce uh, regulatory timelines. I think it, it remains to be seen if it's going to be an effective way to deal with uh, people's concerns. When you say the government is going to be consulting and then giving feedback to the proponent, is that in the form of this new Canadian energy regulator that replaces the National Energy Board? Or is that something completely different? No, it looks like um, it'll be a new a new agency. So the mm. Canadian Environmental Assessment Agency is turning into the Canadian Impact Assessment Agency, and that is the agency that is going to take the lead on these evaluations of energy projects instead of the National Energy Board. Now, with all that being said, Jennifer, I also heard that they're trying to get these projects either a approved or denied within two years. So it sounds like we've got a lot of hoops to jump through. Are we able to do it in this, what seems to be a tighter timeline? Mm-hmm. So I think the, the two years is, um, is the 
impact assessment and then the decision-making process. Mm. So call that step three and step four in the regulatory process, mm. whereas the um, this early planning and engagement uh, is six months, and then step two is the company itself developing the impact assessment, and that will take as long as the, the company devotes to it. So I... You know, it's saying it would be within two years seems just a, a, a little bit um, misleading because mm. it's not including all parts of the process. The other part of the process. All right. So as you say, it's there's lots there, and you're just trying to give us some highlights. But on first blush for you, what do you think? Are these changes going to be good for the energy sector or for projects moving forward? Mm-hmm. So I think they, they will be good. And first and foremost is there's now clarity around what the federal government is expecting in that we've had interim principles in place for about a year now. Mm-hmm. And so now we, you know, project proponents, they know exactly what the process is going to look like once this new legislation is passed. So having that clarity is good for businesses. I also think that if the government is successful in how it's, um, you know, changing the regulatory process, increasing public trust, increasing engagement, and they're saying that this will reduce court cases and, and challenges of projects. If that's the case, then yes, this new process will be uh, a success. Um, and then the final point on that is um, in the press conference this morning, Minister McKenna was asked if oil sands facilities would be included in the federal uh, assessment mm. process, this new assessment process, mm-hmm. and she said no, and that was because Alberta's regulations were sufficient for them. So that's also good news for the oil patch in Alberta, and specifically the oil sands, and that they'll be able to continue along with the existing process in Alberta. Well, that's a nice tip of the hat then from uh, the federal government when we're looking at Alberta's oil sands. Jennifer, thanks for uh, trying to sum it all up for us. My pleasure. Jennifer Winter, Scientific Director, Energy and Environment, the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. It's 517.